Hey, everyone. I'm glad you're joining me as we talk about people-pleasing and how it weakens relationships. Welcome to Podcast 24. Hi, I'm Clarenda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body Podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. In case you are listening to part two before part one, which is totally fine, just scroll down after to the next episode and have a listen. But since you are starting here, I will share again what Medical News Today writes about people-pleasing. A people-pleaser personality means a person feels a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense. They may feel that their wants and needs do not matter or alter their personality around others. There are various degrees of this. Our childhood experiences influence it. I want to briefly mention the fawning response so that if you are hearing about this for the first time, you may want to unravel it a bit more with a therapist trained in trauma response. This podcast episode is in no way diminishing this very real trauma response of fawning. I am sharing from my personal experience that didn't involve trauma, but a lot of social conditioning. You might be thinking, what is the fawning response? It's where a person develops people-pleasing behaviors to avoid conflict and establish a sense of safety, often in an abusive or codependent relationship. It's a coping mechanism. It's an attempt to please and appease others at the expense of oneself. You have probably heard of our sympathetic nervous system's fight, flight, or freeze response to scary, stressful, or dangerous events. Well, fawning is included in the broader descriptions of our wire and fire response. So whether you relate to people pleasing like I do, or have someone in your circle that does, I believe today's topic is going to help you understand yourself and others better. When we can do this, then we will have more meaningful and authentic relationships. Let me ask you this question. Do you want someone to do something for you when they really don't want to? You may answer yes, if it is something that you can't do on your own, or it's time sensitive. But I think overall, we really want them to be a willing participant with at least a neutral attitude. Personally, I would rather figure something out by myself or take more time to do it than have someone help with a bad attitude. That's how I roll in my independence and desire for surrounding myself with healthy, authentic energy. And guess what? When we agree to do something, but inwardly feel pressured and resentful by doing so, then we need to explore what our motives are behind saying yes rather than saying no. Why do we feel we have to people please? Is it out of fear of disapproval or fear of losing them, trying to avoid conflict, believing it's what a good person does, trying to fit in, worrying about what they might say to others, part of the trauma response and trying to maintain a sense of safety? Consider this. 
If you try to live your life by other people's expectations and standards that don't align with your own, there will be a disconnect. It will feel wrong for you and come across as fake, awkward, or inauthentic to others. Why? Because if they're not your personal convictions, your beliefs, then you are actually lying to yourself and to others. When I learned that concept in life coach training, it really created a pause for me. It was transformative. I thought, is that what I want? To lie to others and myself because I'm scared of what they might think or say? It truly was an aha moment, a shift in my perception. I knew it was one of those things that once you see something for what it is, you just can't unsee it. Here's the encouraging news. When you stop people-pleasing, your connection with yourself and others will be deeper. You will attract those who are compassionate, respectful, and have depth. You will attract people who have the capacity to navigate the spectrum of emotions. They have a high emotional IQ. Your friendships will be special and genuine. Now, there may be some friendships that have reached their expiry date. You may decide to let them go if there's a nasty response and you think having a conversation around it is futile. When you stop people-pleasing, your conversations will be meaningful and intentional. Your gift to the world will be more rewarding and I could go on. If you're still sitting on the edge of wondering if this is possible for you to change, think about how it would feel to be able to show up as yourself rather than someone else's expected version of you. How amazing and freeing would it feel to be uniquely, unapologetically, and beautifully you? How would it feel if you could think that if others like this version, then great? And if not, that's okay as well. Would that feel lighter, freeing, less stress, more authentic, a relief? Now, if you're similar to me, you do want to please people. I love to make others happy and share with them. I love to see a need and respond to it if I'm able to. I love to say yes to invitations and offer to help them with the project they are working on or listen as a friend or a coach. So is this contradicting what I teach in part of the Feel Light Mind and Body experience? Absolutely not, because here's the distinguishing factor. I view people-pleasing as part of a healthy human experience. However, It becomes detrimental when it's at the expense of what you want and need, when it's detrimental to yourself or even to the relationship. For example, if it's a codependent one and saying yes keeps perpetuating the codependency, that is when it's best to say no. Otherwise, you will resent it, if not in the moment, eventually. An example would be when a deadline arrives and you can't meet it, or the time comes to weigh in for your accountability and the number is further away from your goal, you most likely will feel regret and probably resentment. You said yes to avoid disappointing others, yet you end up disappointing yourself. As I've shared with my Feel Light Mind and Body group, I've said yes to my daughter many times when she has asked me to do X, Y, or Z. She's important to me. Sometimes I've said yes to filming for her, but gave it a time frame like two hours and stuck to it in order to also reach my deadline. I've also been honest with her and said, I really don't feel like it energetically, but I know how much you need this, so I'll say yes, because I want to help you. By being honest with her, she stayed focused, and we accomplished more in the allotted time. I didn't feel frustrated like I had in previous times when I really wasn't telling her what I was thinking. 
I didn't keep checking the time or sighing, which would have made our time less enjoyable, and I'm sure would have been distracting and annoying to her. I was modeling to her what healthy, connected relationships could look like. Honesty with a give-and-receive approach. An unexpected bonus was she did the same for me at times when she didn't feel like it. It helped us accept the times we both had to say no to each other, as it was really going to be at the expense of ourselves, which neither one of us wanted for the other. We never made it mean that we weren't loved or the other person was being selfish. We said yes when we could because we wanted to support each other, be kind and generous, because they are also part of our value system. Now, this wasn't the way it always looked, but it definitely was a progress we made in the last couple of years before she moved 16 hours away to better her influencer career. I'm grateful that our openness, honest communication, and growth mindset have created a solid, healthy relationship that we both treasure. She has taught me in return how to not worry so much about what people think, and I love it. Try on some of what you have heard today. And watch your relationship with yourself strengthen as well as your relationship with others. Consider this as a good description of a true friend. One who loves you unconditionally, is willing to make sacrifices to their own schedule when it is less convenient, but not to the extent that it is detrimental to their health or goals. When faced with the temptation to people please, pause and ask yourself, how can this be a win-win, not a win-lose decision? Perhaps it's suggesting another resource for them because you're tapped out. How about telling them that you love and care for them, but these are your current circumstances, and if you did what would please them right now, you would end up frustrated, resentful, or exhausted. It can be as simple as saying, I really need sleep or alone time. I can feel it. However, tomorrow night I can be free for you, or whatever else is applicable and true to this situation. You can still be loving and kind. You can still have strong, connected relationships with others. In fact, once they realize that you are being honest, then they will relax, knowing that when you say yes, you are really meaning it. And on their end, they don't have to feel guilty if that is where their brain goes after asking for help. They might struggle with making requests, but they will feel more comfortable doing so if you two have had a conversation around it and you have both given each other permission to safely say no. So what can you do right now to help integrate what you have been learning and processing while listening? A first step would be sharing this podcast with a friend, colleague, or family member. It would be a great base to then have a follow-up conversation with them. Too often, we go to all-or-nothing thinking. We believe that it's one of two choices. Do what you want, when you want to, and then feel uncaring and guilty, or always say yes to other people's requests and timelines, and then feel resentful. It doesn't have to be that way. There's a healthy balance that will bring more peace and ease into your life. It can be scary and challenging. I know. If you would like more support in this area, or any other obstacle that is weighing you down mentally, socially, spiritually, or physically, I do have a few spots left for a free 20-minute consult that will give you some hope. I'll include that link in the description and show notes. Keep shining your light for those who do like this authentic version of you. You will know as you will feel at ease with them because it will be real. No mask needed. No facades. No acting. No pretending. 
no lying. Not everyone will respond to this positively. Don't take it personally. Lovingly let the expectation or dream of everyone liking you go, and your stress or anxiety level will decrease significantly. It probably won't happen right away. At least it hasn't for me. So I think this is enough for you to absorb today. I will dedicate one more episode to going a level deeper on this next week. So make sure you have clicked follow so you don't miss an episode. And do you know that you can also receive a short empowering weekly email to remind you of the newest episode? That is where I share a few more personal tidbits for my loyal listeners, supporters, and clients. Click the weekly newsletter link in the description or show notes if you want that added bonus. Then scroll down to listen to last week's episode on how people-pleasing sabotages weight loss. I can't wait to dive deeper with you next week as we finish this trilogy. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.